Welcome to yet another episode of eConversations. I'm your host, Aman, along with my co-host, Anjan and Ashima. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Today is our penultimate episode in the government intervention series. Beyond this, we'll look at other subtopics and hope to incorporate economics in your life even more. But I digress. Today, we're looking at perhaps a more controversial topic, taxes, more specifically, indirect taxes. Ashma, what are indirect taxes? Um, yeah, of course. Indirect taxes are taxes that are imposed on the purchase of goods and services. Ideally, they're imposed by the government on a producer or a firm, but they're passed on to the third party or the consumer. For instance, GST. In most cases, it leads to a decrease in the supply of goods and services. It can even lead to a decrease in spending by consumers. Also, the weightage of the tax paid by the consumer and the producer can be deduced. However, that would require an understanding of price elasticity. On the contrary, direct taxes are taxes that are directly imposed on an individual or a firm and aren't passed on to a third party or a consumer. For example, income tax. Now, there are two different types of indirect taxes as well, specific and ad valorem. But how do we dis distinguish between the two in junk? It is indeed very simple to differentiate between the two types of taxes. Um, one of them is, like Aman said, a specific indirect tax, and it charges a fixed amount of taxes to differently priced goods and services. For instance, the tax imposed for $5 and $10 goods would be the same as $2. The other one is called ad valorem indirect tax. This charges the tax as a percentage of the price of goods and services. Um, consider this, if the government sets an ad valorem of 20%, then I would pay $2 for a $10 price and $20 for a $100 price. Amen. Could you please give us some real-life examples of uses of indirect taxes? Yes, of course. Indirect taxes are all around us. The most basic example, and especially for our Indian listeners, would be the luxury tax. This is a tax that I'd pay on any luxury goods that I buy in the country. For example, I want to buy a really expensive belt. Well, usually I'd have to pay $100 for it. Because of the indirect tax or the luxury tax, um, I have to pay an extra $5, for example. Ashma also mentioned something like this in uh, the case of the GST, which is a goods and service tax. And this is another form of indirect taxation used in India by the government. Another example, or rather a research paper that outlined the problems in indirect tax was um, a, a recent study by a critique of indirect taxes in general, especially in the in Indian economy, um, found that the indirect taxes were um, a way to evade competition in a, in a market and um, it caused inefficiency in the market as well, which is something that we're going to look at um, when we discuss our opinions as well. So Ashima, what do you think of indirect taxes? Oh, so um, like I always say, it depends on the objective for any policy. If it is to decrease consumption and production, then it is a good idea to increase indirect taxes as it would lead to less spending by consumers. And due to the tax, since the cost of production will rise, supply would also decrease. However, it would also lead to unemployment 
On the other hand, if the objective was in fact the opposite, which is to increase consumption and production, then increasing indirect taxes won't work. That being said, from this policy, the government is able to gain revenue. More indirect taxes would mean more government revenue, which could be used for various purposes, such as building a hospital, which could lead to employment in other sectors. However, the society as a whole may be worse off as there is a welfare loss due to under allocation of resources, where the quantity being consumed and produced is below the social optimum. In Jung, your thoughts? Thank you, Ashima, for sharing your thoughts. Um, though I completely agree with you, I would like to add that I believe not only the objectives, but also the efficiency of the intervention matters in evaluating the imposition of the government taxation. This is because for some goods which are highly addictive or in which the consumers are highly unresponsive to the price changes, the indirect taxes would simply not work unless the price change is very huge. Moreover, inappropriate use of indirect taxes would lead to abuse of government power to gain excessive tax revenue without, an, without even achieving its objectives. As a classic example, the indirect tax imposed on cigarettes does not really lower the demand for it because most consumers are highly addicted to it and hence unresponsive to price changes. However, with the tax imposed, the government will gain revenue without any attainment of its goals. To add my two cents, I'm completely against the idea of indirect taxation. I think uh, I'm against it because of all the reasons you mentioned with there being a welfare loss um, and the fact that the government earns revenue without achieving its objective. Another thing that I find um, concerning with the idea of indirect taxation is the fact that consumers end up paying higher prices and instead of actually getting some help from the government, um, they, they end up paying higher prices. And for things like cigarettes and alcohol, which are addictive, um, the chance of them giving it up is very low. But the fact that you're charging uh, higher prices is it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I think alternatives such as negative advertising or legislation um, would work better, where you make it difficult for them to get it rather than make it more expensive. Um, and that's just something that the government has to consider when they are uh, imposing a tax. And of course their objectives matter where they do make it less profitable um, for, they make it less profitable for the producers to make it. However, if you look at how much, um, how much of the taxes passed on in cases like cigarettes and alcohol, where the incidence, um, is the, the taxes passed on to uh, the, the consumers, it, is, um, it does seem counterintuitive uh, and counterproductive. Uh, Ashma, I, I believe you have something to add. Yeah, I do. Um, coming on to your point, I do believe that if um, someone who's addicted to, for example, cigarettes or smoking will spend more because they are addicted to it, they can actually decrease their consumption by a lot it would mean that they would stop consuming other merit goods. Well, they will consume the demerit good. However, they will stop consuming other merit goods because their disposable income will decrease because they will, they will be required to spend more on indirect taxes because they are purchasing and consuming such products. Yeah, that's a really great point. This idea really makes us think whether a government should or should not intervene in markets at all. Unfortunately, this is all we have for this week. 
Thanks for tuning in to eConversations. Thank you, co-hosts, and bye. 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 Thank you.